All right, guys. Uh, it is Daniel and Bradley. Uh, we just wrapped up another interview for um, a couple of episodes away uh, for the You Other Product podcast, and we were doing some ad reads. Just kind of um, we're talking about what happened over the weekend with uh, Kobe Bryant, and we uh, both, I would say, have taken it pretty uh, not as not harder than i would have thought if somebody would tell me like hey kobe bryant's gonna die tragically um yeah i'm definitely uh not handling it well yeah so um, i had thought about like a social media post and like i made some stories um on my instagram or whatever but then i just didn't feel like i could like find the words to put into um a post and i was kind of sharing that with bradley um and and he agreed uh that you know, we'll take a little bit of a diversion here and, and just talk about it um, on the podcast. I think a situation like this where we have this platform um, to kind of get our voices out on certain topics um, is relevant for for sure um, this type of scenario. So um, I'm just going to talk a little bit uh, kind of about my thoughts and Bradley's going to do the same and uh, we're going to wrap this thing up. Um, as I've talked to people um, they've, they've kind of had similar thoughts and feelings, but, um, my earliest memory of Kobe Bryant, I was in elementary school and somebody told me that there was this guy coming out of, right out of high school into the NBA. His name was Kobe Bryant and he had a chance to be pretty good. And, um, he came into the league, he started with LA, kind of made a splash. And the first time I ever saw him play, um, I think I was in like third or fourth grade, um, and he, um, I saw him play and I was like, oh my gosh, like this guy looks like Michael Jordan when he plays. And I didn't get to see much of Michael Jordan. I saw the last couple of championships, but, um, this guy, like he just had it. Um, and, and you could see that in him from when, when I was that young and the earliest memory I have of like getting excited about him, um, a friend of mine, um, John Motley's mom, uh, back in the days when this was acceptable, she was substitute te- teaching at the school. She walked into the car line and said, Hey Daniel, you're coming with me. I already talked to your mom. Um, so I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hopped in the car, okay. with, hopped in the car with my buddy, um, John and Linda said, we're going to, uh, we're going to the card shop. And I still remember to this day, the name of the card shop was Cosner's cards and comics. And, uh, Oh, that's old school. Yeah, we went over there. Um, we and we collected basketball cards. Both of us did and, and traded them. And like we just, we both wanted to get a Kobe Bryant. Got to get that Kobe card, yeah. man. And um, we talked to the guy. You know, he had some cards, some Kobe cards, but they were expensive. And he said, you know, uh, the best way to like get a Kobe Bryant card is like to get a pack and you know hope that there's a Kobe Bryant card in there. So right. um, we both got packs of cards. Um, John opened his and like the third or fourth card in, it was like a rookie pack mm-hmm. and it had like the feel of like the basketball leather at the bottom. And he had, a, he, he had a Kobe Bryant card oh. um, in his pack. And like, we were just so excited. And I just, from that point on, like, I just loved Kobe Bryant. Like if he was playing, I wanted to see him play. I just have memories of um, him and Shaq playing together and the alley-oop that he threw against Portland um, to Shaq over the top and and just the dunks. And then the Shaq and Kobe beef when they weren't on the same team anymore. And Kobe just reinventing himself. Like, just the kind of guy that was like an absolute killer. Like, he was going to win the game. 
if he had the ball at the end, but like he was also just had like this infectious smile about mm-hmm. him while he was like afterwards and just like it's just such a charismatic guy and the way he carried himself and literally watched him do this for 20 years and finally thought like, you know what? He's retired now. Like seeing him with his daughter, just like the bond that they had. Um, and then like, I remember where I was standing, my buddies texted me, um, cause it was like news news. It didn't even hit my, the sports apps that I follow for a while. And I was just refreshing Twitter and just reading, like hoping it wasn't true. And then finding out that his daughter was involved and just seeing like how excited he was to spend time with his family um, and kind of graduate to a new chapter of his life and make up for lost time. And now um, I feel bad for him, well, for their family, that he doesn't get to do that. But like I also just feel for him. Like I don't think he would ever want to um, change his past. But now like there's a, a whole section of his life that – he misses out on and that we as people who follow him miss out on right. and it just just the mama the mamba mentality that they call it like that he had like he carried that into everything that he did and he backed up what he said and you just look at all the players and media members and coaches that just had the kindest things to say about him so like this guy was like an ass to his teammates like people <laughs> would be mad about playing with him but then like off the court for him to still garner the respect from them that he had like that to me is like you can still be a killer at what you do and at the end of the day you can still be respected right. and i think kobe like embodied that and so i guess that's just like what i wanted to say about him um it it's really affected me more than i thought that it would but i think for the reasons that i gave um, is the reason why I was so excited to see um, what he was going to do in this new chapter of his life. And, you know, we, we never know why people are taken uh, the way they are, but just my prayers go out to um, the Bryant family and for the other families involved. I don't want to um, right. diminish it or, or forget them either. So that's just kind of what I wanted to say, and I guess we'll let uh, Bradley uh, take it away. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll reiterate a lot of what you said, and, and I appreciate your words, and I'm— um, I'm actually glad you, you brought this up as, you know, an opportunity for us to just kind of talk through it. Um, uh, you know, not related to CrossFit really whatsoever, but I think that outside of, and I, you know, people will probably disagree with this, I'm sure, but outside of maybe 9-11, this feels like, uh, just one of the worst tragedies of our time when you, when you kind of look closely at, like you said, where he was at in his life, um, in that second chapter, becoming the family man, becoming the father and refocusing that mentality to his family and his daughters. And then now selfishly, we're all left with this void of what mm-hmm. could have been and, and feeling like we would we were going to be able to kind of sit back and watch what he was going to do next. And we know that would have been special because of just the way he was. Yep. Um, for me, I'll, you know, to take it back, kind of my first memory uh, of Kobe Bryant, I was in the third grade. And it's really funny what you you remember about your life. Uh-huh. And so this is another re- reason that it's hit me pretty hard is I just have these random memories of, of Kobe Bryant throughout my life. And as you said, we've, we've watched his career for 
uh, two thirds of our lives, mm-hmm. you know. And but my first memory was we had a little playroom in our basement with a a basketball goal growing up, and I was in the third grade, and, and it was the NBA All Star Game, nineteen ninety eight. Okay. And uh, I I'm a, I'm a huge Carolina Tar Heel fan, so I was always loyal to Jordan, and still am. But at that time, he was the man, and I've always been a fan of the underdog. Yeah. And so here was this there was this kid out there. Uh, in a Lakers uniform with an afro, yep. and I and he was going back and forth with Jordan. Yeah, rest was history as yep. far as me just yeah. falling in love with Kobe Bryant. He just had that it factor. Mm-hmm. He was willing to go toe to toe with Jordan, and he looked just like him. Looked the part. Um, yep. And so uh, you know, in, in the years past, I was uh, probably more loyal to to Vince Carter in those late ninety, early two thousands years as a as a Tar Heel fan. But sure, um, but always loved Kobe. Um, and, um, you know, he kind of overcame watching him overcome the, the trials he went through and the kind of the controversy with, um, everything, I guess that happened maybe in Utah, Colorado, somewhere like Mm -hmm. that. I don't, you know, but, um, as as difficult as that was, I I just always remember how he handled that, you know, and how he overcame that and changed his life. Yeah. Um, changed his number from eight to 24. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I always looked up to that and, and then of course seeing him, you know, reach five championships and, and, and be the champion that he was. But the thing that makes this for me so tragic is it goes back to that mentality that he had. Um, he, he was just the kind of individual that he didn't lose. Yep. And so to, to imagine him in a, in a situation where he was so vulnerable and, ultimately overcome by by death it's Mm. just it doesn't fit right you know and that's um i think that's what's hit all of us is kobe doesn't lose right kobe's gonna get you in the end Mm -hmm. and and we saw it in his final game when everybody thought he wasn't gonna be able to play and he couldn't you know how many minutes is he gonna get and he put up 60 60 and he just and even in that game he had that look in, in his eyes like I knew I was going to do that. Yeah. So it's it's just one of those tragedies where I can't imagine it because of who he was. Yeah. But I think, uh, you know, it, it. So yeah, like you, I've I've really been kind of shocked at myself with how much this has impacted me, um, because of that, you know. Yeah. And but I think as a lot of people have alluded to on ESPN and the news, um it really is that mentality that we can take with us yeah. um, moving forward that, you know, and to somewhat make the CrossFit connection the last two days, I've literally told myself when it got hard during the workout, what would, you know, what would Kobe do? Yeah. What would yeah, Kobe, no, you, you and I've kind of joked yeah. about it. Like, uh, uh, you know, Kobe would show up and um, just keeping that mentality, whether it's in your professional career, um, your with your health and fitness goals with your, and then obviously with your relationships, relationships with your family and your loved ones you know don't take it for granted yeah i mean it can be we never know when it's going to be our time and and for even somebody as so mentally strong and tough as kobe bryant to go the way that he did i think it's going to be a real eye-opener for our our society and culture and and really amazing how it's brought people together over this past week yeah he he was a uh just one of a kind human being and uh, the the title of this show being "You Are the Product," I think, is very fitting because what a what a product! Right, um, he was Bryant the product was. of that work that he put in. Yep, that mentality that he had, um, and you know, you alluded to kind of the the asshole that he was, but he didn't care what you thought. 
right. you're going to respect him. Yep. And that, you know, again, I think is what makes this so just unbelievable. Um, uh, the type of mentality that he had and the, and the focus that he had and the person that he was were just stunned. Yep. So I'm yep. glad, you know, we had this opportunity to kind of talk through it. Yeah. And I think for anybody listening, uh, you know, I would encourage you to kind of give it some thought and, yeah. and let it sit in and, and, and use it to, you know, help you love your neighbor, your friend, that person you're not getting along with, that family member you haven't talked to, um, that yep. loved one you haven't hugged in a while, do yep. it. And uh, it, it's okay to feel. Um, you know, it's it's okay to not know how to, how to feel. Right. Um, so, you know, don't, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Um, process it, move through it, but in the end, use it as motivation to, to better yourself. So, for sure. Uh, we'll go ahead, wrap this one up. And uh, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks, guys.